Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Transfer Insight with myself and with Neil Jones as well. And yeah, you, if you've seen there at the start, he's a little advert. We've been promised it for ages. We finally got a very limited physical run of DVDs. In fact, can you just grab that there for us, Neil? I just want to prove that this is a thing. Because yeah, look, physical media as as expertly modelled by by Neil Jones of Goal. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that one. That one. Sorry. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed Leave it. that there. Right? That's there the lucky charm. Yeah, you can get that on it on redmanmates.com if you're interested or, you know, presumably if you've got a dad or uncle who has a DVD player um, because I realise that I don't necessarily represent the, uh, so the youthful end of our fan base. PS4, yeah. that's about my one. Yeah. And it doesn't, um, the DVD, the, the disc drive doesn't open. So really, yeah, even haven't got that. Yeah. To be fair, I'm look my my original PS4. Yeah, it spits DVDs out, but the the other one does. But I've yeah. also got the I've got the digital the digital version of the PS5, which is so that would be no good to me if I got rid of my PS4. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you can get involved with that. Right, look, let's let's talk about it. We're going to sort of look at the fallout of the uh, transfer window. We'll discuss the individual things that happened on this show and then on extra, which will be on the RedmanTV.com. We're going to go into some of the stories around it and what it means and the reaction and the ownership and the Michael Edwards stuff and, and blah blah. Blah, blah, and have a real deep dive on that stuff because I think that's where the interesting conversation lies. Um, but let's start things with the captain getting his new contract. Yeah, I mean, look in isolation, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, time and interest, and I think yeah, from from a lot of people's perspective, and I, I I think it's a bit bit much to say PR because if it is PR, it's probably not good PR if people are seeing through it so yeah. so easily. So I don't think Liverpool did it with that in I'd mind. like to see the A-B testing on how the reaction would have been if nothing had been announced yeah, at yeah. all on that day. Yeah. And someone's measured that up. Yeah, I think, I mean, we'll come on to speak about Nat Phillips at the same time, I imagine late or late in the show. But if you go back and look through the reaction when it emerged that Jordan might not be signing a contract or that there was some doubt over that, and then you compare it to the reaction when he does, it's obviously there's something changes in between. Same with Phillips, when when you sort of say, oh, you might be selling them, and people say, oh, keep him, keep him, keep him, and then when, you, when it turns out they're keeping them, then maybe some people are less impressed by that. But uh, yeah, good news, good news for Liverpool, I, th- I think. You know, I know it's a, I think it was a few people surprised maybe by the four-year contract of it, but it takes him up to a fair old age, Jordan. But I think his influence is still there as a player. I know he, he didn't have a great game, funny enough, for the weekend, and maybe that colours some people's opinion. He, I thought he was... Pretty okay. average against Chelsea. Yeah, he didn't really do himself justice or, or play as well as he could. But I think his influence is still there. I think we saw it in the Burnley game. When he's on the pitch, there seems to be a, a sense of security about Liverpool. There's yeah. a few players like that. Van Dijk's another one. Fabinho's another one. Allison. Um, and I think Jordan's very much in that category. He's still in Liverpool's best eleven for me. Um, 
And if he can stay fit, then I think that will be continuing throughout the course of the season and, and probably next. And I think as well, you look at, you know, there probably are going to be some changes at Liverpool. And I'm sure, like we say, we'll do a deep dive. We'll talk about a few of those that maybe are coming in the next year or two, maybe even more. Um, and I think you want people around the club that are able to make that transition quite quite smooth. And I think Jordan's one of those. Milner's probably one that you'd imagine is going to, be phased out of Liverpool or or moved into a different role at Liverpool potentially you know the, I was got eyes written all over them wasn't he <laughs> yeah possibly Sergeant Major Milner yeah yeah um, but you you look at you're going to lose him you've already lost someone like Lallana who's a massive influence and an underrated I think loss even someone like Dejan Lovren who was really good with 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 new foreign signings because he spoke so many languages you know you've lost those kind of people Ginny Wijnaldum so I think you want to keep a few of those those core players who are a bit older, a bit more experienced, and know what the club's about, and are able to pass down that to to, to the new people coming in and maintain that. And I, I know it's a bit of a you know one of those modern words, but the culture of of the club they want to keep well, that important. keep that going. Well, and I think that that's part of the reason why Jordan got the deal that maybe Genie didn't. Well, it's interesting. I think he's dead right. You know, he, the, the, the home the homegrown captain doesn't doesn't hurt in those environments. No, no. And you know, it's interesting that these contracts that are being signed, a lot of them. Take them a year beyond Klopp, yeah. Which is, which I think provides a bit of a security blanket for whatever comes next. And you don't know that the, you know, the thing as we've seen all over football contracts don't necessarily matter. They might end up mattering more in a world where people can't afford astronomical transfer yeah. fees. Um, but <laughs> whenever that world may come, well, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, but having knowing that you've potentially got Jordan there, yeah, when Klopp moves the, on, the, there is the alternative that it does. It does put a new manager. Let's let's just say Klopp does leave in twenty twenty four, and you've got a new manager who comes in, and the first thing someone says to him is, "Virgil's uh, got a year left. Salah's got a year left. Jordan's got a year left. What are you going to do? You know that, that does put potentially, but that's you know we do like to look as far into the future as we can. But I think that is still, I think there's still plenty to happen in that that period, yeah. and you know both in terms of the manager and the players, there's, there's an awful lot to to come. At Liverpool over the next two, three seasons, and I think it would be it'd be dangerous to look too far ahead. But you're, yeah, you're right. It does. I think it does give Liverpool a, what it definitely gives Liverpool. And I think if Salah follows, especially, and I would say Mane as well, um, it gives Liverpool the the core of a team that can carry them through. Yeah. No matter what goes on and around it, there's a very good side there that's going to be capable of challenging for honours. Well, um, I, well, look at, I mean, like City are just start, are, are in the final stages of phasing their old yeah. guard out. Obviously, Fernandinho is the last one, pretty yeah. much, isn't he? But, you know, they were still being competitive while their best players were still, yeah. David Silva, him, Aguero. Company. Company still, you know, in the, in their, in that 32 to 34, 35 yeah. sort, of, sort of bracket. So you want to, I mean, in our heads, they're still the best players because they are the best players right now. But yeah. the idea is that they're not the best players, but they come, they carry a wealth yeah. of experience and an understanding of the culture of the club and all those yeah. things. That so whatever Liverpool looks like down there, you've got that to, to call upon. The um, you mentioned it. Let's do it. Um, there's it, there's the timing of the of the announcement. Like Jordan's on inter international duty, right? So yeah. I don't. I mean, I imagine he was with the England squads on that on that yeah, day. Yeah, would have been. Yeah. So they've clearly it's clearly yeah. been done. So I mean, what I mean is this, and when, and again, I've seen people saying it was a disgrace, and, and I personally, I, I'm not, I'm not asked. Like I, I, yeah. I, can, I can try and. I can see it from how people might be annoyed or whatever, but I don't, it's not the not emotions yeah. that I feel. But 
for me, there was a massive missed opportunity from Liverpool Football Club here. You know, we saw lots of like people doing the jokes around it. If you're gonna if you're gonna announce Jordan Henderson in the morning and you're gonna give Nat Phillips a contract and there's it's, there's a bit more to it than that which we'll talk about in a second, then I think you should be doing an unveiling video for one of the kitchen staff at 10 p.m. <laughs> no, 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 you know what I mean? Like because talk about throwing a, 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 a not a yeah. hand grenade, but like it's like how you can you can blow out massive fires with explosives. Yeah, you know that kind of thing of they've done themselves. If the, if if they've if someone sat in a room and said let's do this on deadline day to kind of Diffuse this or distract yeah. this, then go all in and have a and, yeah, have, a, and yeah. have a laugh with it. But I and think, sit back and, and, and watch I think it. Watch it's it difficult. I think it's difficult because I think I, I completely get the sort of I wonder when when it was signed because it was reported by David Ornstein a week ago, really, wasn't it, yeah. or a week before that that it was it was pretty much agreed. And I wonder when it was when it was finalized and that that interview was canned and and whatever else. But when can you put it out? When can you put it out safely at that point? You know, it, this yeah. this is when it's happened, yeah. at the end of August, the start of September. That's when it's happened. So when can you put it, you know, when's it safe to put that out? You know, the day after transfer deadline day when everyone's fuming and you've, you put out your ends and people say, well, that's, oh, thanks, yeah, you, you, you give us nothing yesterday and now you give us a new contract. You know, or do you wait a week and then it looks like, well, oh, you know, thank yeah, yeah you. Again, you know, you've waited, you've you waited put, until, yeah. until the coast's clear. If you put it out, the day it happens, let's say last week, you, then you've then you've almost then you've almost teed up sort of three days of longing for this sort of oh maybe you know Jordan signed a new deal maybe there's more to come and then and then there's the disappointment and it's taken away so it's it's tough it's quite, it's a very modern problem isn't it yeah. when you announce this new deal that people were crying for you know or, or crying out for should I say um, and it's and and the timing of it's not not good enough. It's the change of the culture, though, isn't it? You're right in that, and again, some of this will lead into what we're doing later on. But the it's that thing of people come have come to expect. Yeah. And again, I, I say this is like if you didn't, if you're not on social media, you wouldn't have given any of this a second yeah, thought. Exactly. And, and it wouldn't have felt like a big massive thing. Now, obviously, it does exist, and it's yeah. a massive thing, and the club are obviously using it to their to, their advantage, and they've done a, they've made a big stink about all of the new contracts yeah. they've signed. Yeah. Because. I mean, like, fair play. You, you know, you actually, it's it's as much for the players. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably they probably backed themselves into a bit of a corner with that because you know if they just sort of now Phillips for example, if they just say, well, nah, you're not really the star of the show, we'll just sort of little put a little statement out saying you've done it. Now Phillips, well, hang on, you, you Harvey Elliott got a new five year deal and a great you know Q and A on the club website. Yeah. What's going on here? So you you sort of have to do it, and you're right, you're right in saying you know if you. If you're not part of that Twitter, and we, you and I both are, obviously, and a lot of people are, if you're not part of that, that hamster wheel where you, you are constantly refreshing Twitter and you do know what little these little in jokes are, and you know I got sent the one, the famous one was Leeds, I think, wasn't it? Was it just don't don't go to bed just yet, Leeds fans? You know there's still some business to be done at like quarter to midnight, and then he just loaned a striker out. He loaned a striker to Fulham, and you're like. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've stayed up for that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Liverpool yeah. at least didn't do that. There was no sort of eyes and clock ticking, and you know, stay yeah. tuned at ten thirty or whatever yeah. it may be. But yeah, it was never going to go down well on the day. But then I don't think it was going to go down well or that well any time around around this end of August, start of September, just yeah. because tensions were heightened or or, the, or not, not even tensions because I think we can overplay that. I think just more. Because of everything else that was going on in the world at that time, football-wise, you know, United are signing X, Chelsea are signing this, Manchester City are trying to do this, whatever it may be, a new contract doesn't really 
hit the same. It's like, you know, it's the thing as well, because you say it's negative if you don't do it, do something for Nat Phillips, but you're talking about the best players in the world here. You know, this is like, we've seen examples of it. Was Yaya Torre who got upset at Man yeah, City because he didn't get a birthday cake. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and that gets remembered. Like, that's, 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 a, that's one of the best midfielders in the league talking about a stupid thing like a birthday yeah. cake being yeah. a thing that upsets. And we, we've gone from being the club that, like, didn't give Steven Gerrard, the best midfielder of his generation, yeah. enough love at yeah. the club. And now that, at least, I mean, again, this is not going to absolve Liverpool of not being perfect in the transfer yeah. market, but what they are being very good at doing is a lot, they've gotten better at a lot of stuff that they used to be awful at. Yeah. And so Alisson gets that moment of, here's your new contract, and he gets a load of love, he gets sent yeah. a load of love, yeah. oh, brilliant, thanks for staying, Ali, oh, we love yeah. you, and all that. And that's probably, that is maybe, maybe if, if if he was a more sensitive person, Jordan might be thinking, thanks for that, like, you know, yeah. I'm reading the replies here, yeah. and there's not many saying, congratulations, skipper, on your new deal. Most of them are saying, well, where's the signing? So the, the, maybe there is that. <laughs> maybe that's why it's Jordan's in in the sense of not Salah's. In, in you know, it, it, maybe someone like Salah maybe would be thinking, "You've hung me out to dry a little maybe bit that's there." Why I did Adrian's first? Possibly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I do. It's hor- It is a horrible world sometimes you live in where you think you see a tweet go out from the club site or a, a post or, or on Facebook or whatever, and you think, "Oh, like that's that's going to attract." The first the raft of comments yeah. are going to be so you know on this day we signed yeah on on this day we signed Alberto Moreno and you know what's coming you know that kind of thing and you think oh, here we here we go but that's just the world we live in unfortunately and and I would say and I did I posted on my my pages and the usual and I do read the comments and the, the vast majority were very very positive about not necessarily the overall world but the fact the bare fact Jordan's staying at Liverpool yeah. and he's happy to and you know he's still very much a part of the club. Let's talk about the Nat Phillips and Reese Williams stuff because I, I think it's fair to say they're connected. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Interesting one. Just like, I'll be honest, midday as as late as mid, probably early afternoon. I still thought Nat Phillips was leaving Liverpool, um, and I think he went into the day thinking he was probably going to be leaving Liverpool. Um, I wouldn't say he's. I don't. I think first of all, I think it's the right decision from Liverpool. I think they've, and I've said this consistently throughout the summer. They they should have kept Nat Phillips till January because of what happened last year, and I think they had to. They owed it to themselves and to 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 the supporters to be double bagged in that in that area. Yeah. If you want to if you want to go that way, yeah. you know you 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 don't want to. I'd rather have a, an unhappy fifth choice centre back than you know three injured centre backs and two out on loan or yeah. two out who've been sold. Which is a situation, by the way, that people are clamouring for in the attack and in the midfield and yeah. and you know, yeah. anyway. And Liverpool are clearly. Doing it in the defence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. C- correct, and um, and I think that proved last year that if you need a fifth choice centre back, he's probably around the, about the best about. I would I would suggest I don't I couldn't go too deep into other team squads, but I think there's not many who'd be better than that. Phillips as a fifth choice centre back. Bear in mind you've got you know you've got four specialists and you've probably got a fifth in Fabinho if you want if you yeah. want to sort of in in game change. Um, so I think he's he's there. From Phillips' point of view, I think he's probably it's probably like um, half Christmas. I think I've heard it described to me as it's like half, you know it's it's sort of like yeah, Merry Christmas, there's your pay rise. But probably would have got more if he'd have moved. Probably would have well certainly would have got more football if he'd have moved. So I can see a sort of a painted smile if you like a little bit of a thank you yeah oh, you know but what you am just, I going to do? If this is the thing you don't see. Where he gets a game between now and no, January, it's very tough. even in the league cup, it's exactly. tough, isn't it? Because yeah. then those two are going to come in, aren't they? 
they're, they're, they're the centre back Gomez and Canate unless Gomez plays at right back if you've got an injury to Nico or you know as we have at the moment um, but yeah it is difficult but then it's also it was difficult to see where Nath Phillips was going to play last season at any point never yeah. mind you know it, it was difficult to see him get on the bench last season and he ended up playing 20 games so that that needs taken into account and there's obviously there's a lot of international breaks coming up there's, still, there's this one obviously still to finish which we're all cr- crossing our fingers for but then there's one next month there's one in November as well so there's a lot of lot of room for mishaps to happen in, in that regards and I mean Virgil van Dijk nearly got clotheslined by a small person in a hoodie uh, did you see this I didn't see this no, so yeah no, he was no. doing this post-match interview and some fan <laughs> come on looking for a selfie can he just <laughs> rent <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah right. stay away from the knee please yes thank you but yeah but you know you, exactly you know we, we've seen incidents like I mean remember Adrian getting done by a fan slipping over an advertising board in the, the Super Cup last year you know this Covid still is, is looming obviously there's still there's still Room for that to cause chaos among squads, so I don't think that I don't think it's any bad thing at all to have Nat Phillips at the club, and I think the new contract is as much about reward as as anything. I think it's more thank you for everything you did last season, and also now Nat Phillips is on a what four or five year contract. That if he does play a couple of games and keep his value up, the value is still there to sell in January or next summer. There's a there's a bit of a, a situation. The only the only potential downside with this and we've kind of seen this a little bit with Origi is that if Nat Phillips is cool to go into training and work his bollocks off yeah. and not and not show any sign of descent and be his, the best Nat Phillips he can be and wait for those rare opportunities yeah. when he gets given his chance and then he performs and then then wow that that's you know if you can yeah. if you can manage that then you've managed your squad brilliantly and you've got you've got a brilliant yeah. squad as a result but what you've also potentially got is yes you've protected his value a little bit by giving dead, him that contract wait come down come but, two years time but yeah ha, what what if he turns around and goes I'm all right actually yeah I well I don't think he would I mean, I spoke to him, I interviewed him early in the summer and the quotes are there to see really. He says, I've wasted a lot of time in my career. He started late, you know, didn't make his professional debut till he was, what, 23, I think, 22, 23. Um, you know, had to go to Bundesliga 2 to, to, to get his, his break into football, came back. Then he's had to have this mad sort of... Um, Situation where he's he's played one game for Liverpool because they just wanted to play, wanted to beat Everton in a cup game, and and that was it. And then sends them back, and then he's had last season. So I don't think he's of that way where he feels like he wants to waste his career. I think he's taken the I think he's taken the option, and I think it's basically based on the fact that Liverpool asked for too much money this summer, and I yeah. think there was no there was no way up, uh, or there was no sign of a club paying what Liverpool wanted Ooh. so he's taken the lesser of the evils and thought you know what I'll I'll bank on potentially getting the opportunity and I'll bank on maybe January or next year I'll get me move and you wonder whether there's been a little bit of that in his ear as well you know like see see, see how we go so see how we go yeah. January because it'll be I mean look there's nothing to be done what what happens if you get injuries in January but once you're in that stage of the season yeah shit happens yeah you've got it, Vir- really. you've got Vir- if you've got Virgil Joe Gomez Matip Three of those and Canate, and they've played. They've all been available for pretty much every game. I think you can sort of you can make that that judgment call. You might have Billy Cometios come up into yeah. a, you know become a, a position where you think do you know what if we need a lad on the bench, he's he's the guy we can do with. You you know you might have all you might you might be ten points clear at the top of the league. Might be obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there could be options there. If not, it might it might be a next summer job um, where you look at it. But 
Yeah, it's. I don't think it's any bad thing from Liverpool's point of view. Never mind, you know, we, we can talk about Nat's situation, but from Liverpool's point of view, I don't think it's a bad thing at all to have him in the squad. I think he's a top professional, and he's shown last year that he's a player who can come in in a, in a difficult situation out of the blue and do a job. Was that then the did they've clearly had conversations with Swansea, or was that a last minute like with Reese Williams to go? Well, this is Napton. Phone around and see if anyone wants him, or was that no, that no, would have I been think, ready to go? No, I think I think probably the the offer was for well, I know the offer was for Reese. I think maybe the ideal world might have been that on the on the loan, but I think he's he's probably above that level, and I think the contract Liverpool have given that would take him above that level wage wise as well, in the sense of. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He's, it's, Premier, it's a Premier League contract now for, for Nat Phillips. Um, I think it's, I think it develops Reese more. I think it does does alone to the championship does more for Reese than it does for Nat. It still would have done a fair bit for Nat in, in terms of giving him game time. Mm-hmm. But I think you look at Reese and you say, well, what does he, what does he need to learn? He needs to learn the consistency and that sort of the basics of defending probably in terms of the the muck and bullets. That's what he'll get in the, in in the championship. He'll get that intensity. I mean, I, I spoke to Reese after they played um, Everton in the in the under twenty threes. But just bumped into him and he'd actually done me a bit of a favour with with a video for someone and I just said, oh, thanks for that. How are you feeling? And he said, I'm like the tin man. He said, I haven't done 90 minutes since since the Palace game um, back in May. That was his first one and that was, what, 10 days ago. So he obviously needs to get up to speed. He needs to get that rhythm. But that's a young lad playing centre-back. He needs that. Yeah. I think Phillips is more in tune with his body. I think he's more aware of what type of player he is, what type of defender he is. His limitations and that kind of thing. I think Reese still needs to find that sort of level of you know, okay, what what am I what am I amazing at? And I think he's pretty good on the ball. I think he's he's, he's obviously he's tall. He's got that that physical stature. What do I need? You know, what do I need to improve? Finishing on? inside the box. Finishing inside the box. I think I think you know <laughs> making sure I'm not exposed on the turn. I think that's 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 yeah. Reese's basic one. Defending the penalty area probably would be would be in there. And I think Swansea hopefully. Decent club. They've had good experience with Rian Brewster um, a couple of seasons ago, albeit with a different manager. Demanding crowd. 
you know, team that plays a bit of football, you know, and has an expectation to play a bit of football from the from the, the stands. I think it'll do him the world of good. Yeah, that seems like a solid move for him, but it doesn't. And again, and then that Philip stuff, there's a degree to which he's managed to make himself a Premier League player, yeah. a, a Championship loan almost. Might it's like you resetting your, yeah. people's expectations. Yeah, a little bit like Harry Wilson them. last year. I mean, that was that was last yeah. minute, wasn't it? Harry Wilson sort of. I know, I know from speaking to him, I'm plugging interviews that I've done left, right, and centre. But he, I spoke to him, and he, he said, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't see myself going to the championship. He had a good season at Bournemouth, but it was late in the window. He wanted to go to the Euros with with Wales. He, he knew he had to play games that was on the table, and he's ended up back in the championship at Fulham. When I would probably suggest he's probably a Premier League player, Harry Wilson, certainly, certainly a lower end Premier League player or mid middle to lower end. Yeah. Um, and maybe sometimes that can that can just be a perception thing that people say, well, where was he last year? It was a Cardiff. Okay, that means he's played in the championship. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's a difference, particularly when you reach an age, you're not plucking, yeah. a, plucking a gem out of there. You, it's, yeah. You're a, you're, you're a senior age, yeah, you're a senior yeah. player all of a uh, sudden. Potentially, you know, with with, with Reese, with, with Harry, maybe the, the option for them is to become a, a Premier League player by getting out of the, the championship. Yeah. You know, rather than rather than just yeah. by being plucked, like you say, by yeah. being plucked by a Premier League club. The um, obviously we did sign a player. It was it was Ibrahima Kanate. We've long discussed him, so that's cool. But Liverpool did sign someone else, albeit a youth player, um, <laughs> Bobby Clark from yeah. Newcastle. That's a new signing. Yeah, well, he literally yeah. is a new. He's yeah, literally yeah. a new signing. Um, I mean, look, Liverpool have the one thing I'd say in this, and I remember doing this a couple of years ago, is that I always people can talk about Liverpool's. Fear of, of, of Liverpool's owners, a fear of committing to investments in players and stuff, but there's never been any like miss. They, they, they throw money at the academy, you know. They, they, yeah. spend, they spend well and consistently to bring young, yeah, young talent yeah. in there. Still. Had, I mean, they've had a bit of different types of success, I suppose, haven't they? As well in that regards, I mean, money they made out of Ryan Brewster, I mentioned earlier, Jordan Ive, they made a fair bit, a fair bit out of. Raheem Sterling, you know, before that, huge, huge win from them. You know, what was it, half a million pounds turned into fifty million pounds, with with some good service in between as yeah. well. Uh, we've seen one who went out on deadline day. Shea Ojo was signed. I think it was fourteen when he joined Liverpool and haven't quite had the return on that. But yeah, you, you're right. They, they they do freshen that up, and it, it's a bit of a it's a weird one. The academy because you see. Chelsea lost a lot of players this summer from their academy, and people sort of say, "Well, what you know, what's going on down at Chelsea?" City, we've seen City lose Jaden Sancho, and uh, Robbie Matondo was another one who, who left City's academy. Um, I mean, Liverpool took took players from City when they were fourteen. I mean, Bobby Duncan was one, Rafa Camacho. So you always lose players at academy level if you like, but Liverpool do seem to to be willing to go and get those fifteen, sixteen year olds and give them a chance. I mean, we've seen. January, Kay Gordon comes in to, to the 18. Seth Stefan Bacetic came in from, from Celta Vigo. Callum Scanlon was brought in from, from Birmingham. We'll see him with the 18s this season. Uh, before that, there's been others. I mean, Kiana Hoover, Seth Vandenberg, um, Billy Cometio. So they are willing to, to, to pick up those players. And it is a little bit of throwing darts at the wall. It is a bit like, you know, look, we've signed 10, 10 players in two years. If one of them comes through, we'll be happy. But generally, the, the, the aim is... Get a, get a couple through that can compete and challenge for the first team and let's see and if not let's turn the others into players we can sell and I guess it's interesting because you're right because the K Gordon one is the one that stands out most recently because you can already see what a, what yeah. a player they've got there a lot of that with the bits and pieces I've heard around Bobby Clark because he seems to be very Newcastle are not happy that this is going yeah, to oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely it I mean he's, he's, he's the son of a Newcastle legend in Lee Clark I mean if you see him he, 
you can tell he's Lee Clark's son. It's it's like it's like a throwback to the early nineties with 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 looking at him. Um, he's England youth international. Obviously, he's got a bit of talent. He's, you can tell sometimes with with players like that, and I always think about that when you see that England under seventeen side that won the, the youth World Youth Cup with Hudson Odoi and and Sancho and, and and Brewster and Phil Foden. That they 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 were all very close. And you see when he signed, there was a lot of players who you recognise around. That, that England sort of under 18, under 17 set up, who were like, congratulations, mate, congratulations, bro, go and smash it. So he's obviously got some um, status in amongst that. And so it'll be interesting to see he's a wide player, obviously. Uh, I think he scored on his debut. He played Watford in a in a behind closed doors at St. George's Park. Well, uh, what was it? Saturday of the Chelsea game, I think. Um, got his goal. So we'll see how he how he develops. But yeah, you're right. Newcastle lost it. I mean, Newcastle have not got a great record with their academy. And you look at yeah. you look at um, Armstrong and Tony, who are both in the Premier League now, were both at Newcastle and never never got anywhere through. You look at Longstaff's just gone out on loan up into up to Aberdeen, and I think he was the one who scored against United. Um, they haven't really brought too many players through for a, for a club like Newcastle you would think that that would be a well, massive mad, a the, massive focus for them The Athletic put an article out today and it's like I got a graph of like where, where players are coming from and how many are brought in how many are promoted yeah. and, and, and what have you and like in terms of promoted from the academies the Premier League getting worse getting worse yeah. and worse for that you're right it's insane that Newcastle who clearly have had some major financial issues yeah, yeah, yeah. aren't just and, doing but, but yeah, that and not just not just like um, PR issues as well. You think of Newcastle. If 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 Mike Ashley wanted to, I mean, maybe maybe he's too far gone for this. But Steve Bruce, for example, could say, Do "You know what? Right, I'm going to give you a team that you can be proud of." Geordie's to these get behind these two. I mean, I'm not saying Bobby Clark, by the way. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. generally, it's hard to do it, isn't it? But I think Newcastle is one of those clubs that probably could get away with doing things like that and you look at how much they love Alan Shearer's and Peter Beers. That's what they do in signing the lad that they signed from the goal films. That's, <laughs> yes. that's, that's a bold move. Yeah, bold yeah, move. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah signed the kid. The kid yeah. who, who, I wonder if they get the guy, the blonde haired lad who played behind him. The, the, sort of, the not Craig Bellamy. Yeah, 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 not him. yeah, yeah. I wonder if they get him. But, but yeah, but listen, we'll see how he gets on at Liverpool. I, I spoke to Lee, his dad, just just sent him a message saying, "Oh, well, congratulations to Bobby, welcome." And he said, "Oh, yeah, he's made up, you know, great club." And Lee Lee Clark, by all accounts, is a um, is a very um, knowledgeable football person, and I think he he'll have had a big say in where where this lad ends up, and he wants him at Liverpool, which bodes well for Liverpool. Lee Clark also um, should point out big mates with Terry McDermott as well, so so there'll have been um, yeah, there'll have been a a sentimental um, aspect I think to that as well to, to see his lad go to Newcastle so fingers crossed he does well all the better for Liverpool if he does yeah absolutely and yeah I mean I've got a super chat come in here if anyone's got any comments or whatever we're, I said we're going to be doing a deeper dive and this, this comment does kind of kind of hint towards what we're going to be doing on the next show but Gareth Baird uh, with the super chat saying we needed to sign backups that are better than Origi I believe we need FSG to go because they don't understand football I think that's a couple of different things I'll, yeah. let's unpick the Origi stuff first and foremost I think if you were to look at Liverpool's squads, he's the one. Yeah, who's he's there. He's been there. Yeah. We know him inside and out. So there's no, I, I, you know, we know what he's capable of, and what he's capable of isn't. It's not disrupting yeah. our established and eleven or twelve. And I think it's diminishing as well. Yeah. It's been diminishing for a couple of seasons. I completely agree. I think it's hard. I think that's a little. What I don't like about it is it, it puts it on Origi and it puts it on that he he's some in some way like this obstruction to to Liverpool doing what they're doing and I don't think that's the case, you know, it's 
it's not that it's not not well it is his fault that because he because he did well but he he got given the new contract it's not up to him to say you know what guys you need a better player than me on the bench it's not I'm gonna, uh, you know let me get out of your hair you know yeah. it's not that's not that's not his his call liverpool it's liverpool gave him the contract it's up to them to to if they want rid of him and if the manager doesn't trust him then that's that's down to them to do i i agree I think, and I think Minamino, and I, 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 what it hit home for me on the weekend, to be honest, and I've said it all all summer. I, I was amazed. I would be amazed if Liverpool didn't sign. I wasn't amazed they didn't do it on deadline day. I was amazed they, it got that that far without them making a sign. And, and I think it probably, I, I, I sort of swung a little bit between midfield and forward. The more it goes on, it was forward, and I, the reason was you look at Minamino on the bench on Sunday, Saturday, wasn't it Saturday? Yeah, there was no way he was coming on. Yeah, not exactly. He was never coming on in that game unless Liverpool were four 0 up, which you were never going to be really. So that tells you that tells you something, doesn't it, about about him? And I also think he doesn't. Minamino never changes the dynamic of the game. He might retain. He might get keep you close to whatever's been going on beforehand. I don't even think we've seen enough of that. Have yeah, we, he's know? not. But he's not changing the dynamic. So it's not a case of you've got. I'm just thinking of Adama Traore as a, as an example, where you go, we tried A, B, and C. Now we're just going to send on this lad who's 90, 90 mile an hour, and we'll see what he can do. Um, Minamino doesn't doesn't do that, and that that's that for me is what Liverpool are lacking. It's just one more game changing substitution. Origi was a little bit of that at the time because he was he he got into position sometimes in the penalty area where you're like, how's he ended up there? You know, Pickford being a great Absolutely. example. Newcastle. Probably Firmino doesn't score that goal, I imagine. Yeah, Newcastle, ball in from the wide, he flicks it on. Even the sort of, even the, the Champions League. Yeah. Um, Barcelona goals are, are very much centre-forwards goals. But he hasn't been doing that for, for, for long enough and he and he hasn't been doing it to a high enough level. So that's, that's for me, that's the problem is, is Liverpool probably. They've got four very, very good forwards, which by the way yeah. is, is to be celebrated. But you'd like one more, I think. Yeah, especially no, when I, you play three at, at all times. You're right. The, the, the general sense, I, so I, I, I agree with Gareth's comment there. That it, it feels like, and, and Shakiri was was a bit of this as well, and obviously he's moved on now. So I think that, I think if you're telling me you're doing a straight swap for Shakiri for Elliot, yeah. well, we've got a lad who all, you can see already yeah. that he fits in a, in a completely new position. Yeah. He's played better in that position than Shakiri did in the, in the game time he was given, yeah. and he's a senior international, yeah. you know, top caliber top calibre player so I'm cool with that but that Origi, Origi and increasingly Minamino look like those break glass options they look like if everyone else is dead <laughs> yeah. we'll put these in and at least yeah. we're not putting kids in we're not putting Tyler Morton yeah, in you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. or, or, or whatever into a situation where they're not they're not they're not ready for yeah I, I, I think so and I, I I think they're both both better than the the, the the ones who, who really want them out would say they're not they're not terrible footballers by any stretch of the and I imagine they can uh, win football matches and I imagine well. they train brilliant and I I can well imagine watching training sessions and going well they should be in the sides and I've heard people I've heard Andy Lonergan say about Origi saying when you watch him in training you would not believe how good he is but they haven't got the trust of the manager and that's that's the that's the only thing that matters really you know it doesn't matter what me and you think about Takumi Minamino or where he might play or what he's done at Salzburg or you know what type of game might suit him the chances are the manager isn't going to pick him unless like you say it's a, a bit of an emergency option where you've we, we literally Roberto Firmino is is down to one percent battery and we have to put someone in or you know someone's pulled a hamstring and yeah. we, we, we've got this 
I think for a lot, a lot of clubs have got bits and pieces like that, but I don't think that my point to all this is I don't think those options at other football clubs or anything like as good as as that. But I agree, the Rigi stuff. It just it was it, two years ago. He should he could have gone on a high. I'd, I'd probably yeah. had a pick. Probably had a better pick of where he wants to go. I agree. I mean, it would have been difficult, I suppose, for Liverpool. It would have been. You can't buy a better player for the money you're going to get yeah, for him. Possibly, yeah, probably, probably. And also, it would. I mean, if you sell Origi immediately after that Champions League, then you do have that sort of. God, it's a bit brutal, you know. That there is there is an element to that, and also maybe you, you do get accused then of you. So you are you are being very very opportunistic, and you are you are this, you know what what FSG are accused of all the time is 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 sort of maximising it. If you if you sell the man who's just literally won you the European Cup, Liverpool actually I don't think they did do it, but they. They almost did it with Dudek. I was going to say, ask Jersey Dudek. Yeah, or, but he or, had another year. He, he, he did cheat another or, year, didn't he? Smeetzer was out of contract. Did he, man? Yeah, I think he had another year as well, didn't he? I think he, he played another season on a Liverpool. Reina was, was, was already signed. But yeah, you're right. You can be... There are There is room for that brutality. Yeah. But I think Origi still... I mean, he actually started the first game of the following season, didn't he? He scored... He scored in the, in the first game against Norwich, and I think Liverpool were right to keep him. But I think maybe the contract was a bit, you know, it's tied them into this situation. But that's just, just not the, his fault. Just to do the, to the last part of Gareth's comment there, and he says, "I believe FSG needs to go because they don't understand football." Now, I, I think that's a, that's a dangerous one. I find I, I, what I've noticed is a lot of this is FSG's become this like catch-all phrase for yeah. for everything when. I think there's an, there's a there's a way in which Liverpool are structured, and I agree broadly that I don't think John Henry is is, is a student of the game. <laughs> and I don't think Tom Werner is a student yeah. of the game. I think Mike Gordon is more is more yeah. so, but also that I I think that was an issue five years ago, six years ago, that I think has been rectified by yeah. who they've put in place to run the I, football club. Exactly, what I was going to say is their their option. Or their option, their mo is to put. We haven't got the expertise, but we know the guys who have, and they're and they're in charge. So the race, the research department, the medical department, the commercial department, and Michael Edwards being being the main man. And I'm sure we'll talk more about him on the on the extra show. So to put these decisions at FSG's door is not always right to, 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 as, and I'm talking about the, the footballing who's in the squad and who isn't out the, who, you know, who hasn't been sold or the asking price that gets put on that's down to Michael, Michael Edwards is the guy who decides yeah. or his team are the, the guys who decide well we think that Phillips is worth £12 million well we do think Jordan Henderson's worth a four year contract that is, it's very very rare that, that would be, it'd be a thing of right you you want to you want to Celerigi, no, 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 no. FSG have, have have pressed the button from Boston and they say no, he stays. That just does it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, they they back those people to make those decisions. Does it mean the role the role Lord broadly is FSG go? Here's the money that's yeah. available, yeah, and here's roughly speaking what we want. So yeah. they say, here's the money we want you to. We want a self sustaining business. We yeah. don't want to have to spend our own. Yeah, our own exactly. Money and this. look, and look the, which I'm not saying good or bad. Part of the, the part of the Michael is. Edwards. Um, remit probably well certainly is this is what we can give you roughly to spend if you want to get rid of people then you, you do you do what you think's best yeah you know and, and you, you can keep that and Liverpool have done okay this summer with getting rid of players and there's some there's some they've done better than others I think I think they got I think they got less than his value for Shaqiri personally yeah 
I think they probably got fair prices for Wilson and Gruwich. Yeah. I think Tewo they got good money for, but I think that may well be shown in years to come that possibly he's not a bad player him yeah. and maybe he'd be worth more than that but then they're covered by someone he'll be worth more than six and a half by the end of the season if he yeah, can I mean, score the way he's been scoring I, saw, so I mean far. I saw his, um, his, his Instagram he's, there's only two players ahead of him in the Bundesliga and we all know who they are uh, one of them one of them is Polish and the other one's Norwegian <laughs> <laughs> in ten, but it's three games or four games in yeah. but but I think they got okay deals generally but, but less than they would have got yeah. in a normal world and probably a region Maybe Minamino, maybe maybe Naft, Nico, possibly a couple of those might have been in 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 the sphere as well. But that's that's where the criticism of FSG can come is is that is the entire model is is the is the model of where like you say we're not we're not just giving you a little injection of fifty million because we feel we feel nice. It's all it's all linked to what the club's making, how the club's working, and it's all it is all done with a little less. Um, Sentiments, I would, I would say, you know, United have bought Ronaldo. There's a biz, there's a hard business angle to it, but really, there's a lot of it's down to sentiments and and a lot of it's down to sort of image of of the club, I think. Um, and Liverpool don't really do that, you know. Liverpool don't cave an awful lot to to those kind of things. They, they might do in terms of climbing down on off field decisions about ticket prices or Super League or whatever, um, but they don't really. It's not. I don't think FSG would ever have been reading Twitter and saying, "Should we, should we give him a striker here because we're getting loads here on you know there's a there's a hashtag here that's saying that." Don't really. There's not like going to come a day where he, he, again something morales them up where they go right that's it and they roll the sleeves up and come yeah. in with two suitcases full of money. Yeah, and, and, and what are you going to say now? There's Mbappe and Holland. What are you going to say now? You know, it would be lovely if they did. It would be lovely if they did, and and I wonder what criticism would come their way then <laughs> if they did. But I think I, don't, I I wouldn't lay the the football decisions at their door. But is what is the point I'm trying to make? I think, and I, w- I would lay an awful lot at Klopp and Edwards in yeah. in the sense of they they work really close. Mike Gordon as the the third of the triangle, if you like, they they work closely, and there would be, I would imagine, there's not much, and I I, I would, I think he will say as much as this in his next press conference. I would imagine there's not much that Jürgen's too unhappy about in terms of the football side of it, but maybe the one thing would be. If we could have got Divock out, I wouldn't have minded having a, a really quick lad or a really tall lad or, you know, a really skillful lad on the bench. Yeah. Um, Gareth actually just followed him. He said, I didn't know that was how they structure the club. Uh, my anger towards them is because of lack of funds and letting yeah. Edwards go. And again, the, yeah. the, the funds thing is the, the funds thing. I, for me, again, and this is people can choose to be riled up by this stuff or not. If if I if I thought Liverpool, if, I, if, they, if they'd had precedent for this kind of thing where... A bit like Abramovich, for example. So yeah. Abramovich just goes from throwing money at a problem yeah. and then they have those few years in the middle, a few years ago, where they stop spending money. Yeah. I'd be like, where's your fucking money gone, yeah, Abramovich? Yeah, yeah. Because I've been, we've, been, we've been told that that happens at the way Randy Lane at Aston Villa was, a, was a, a wonderful example of that. I know and we're not comparing Aston Villa to Liverpool the scales too, but Randy Lane came in, American owner, sports experience, built a pretty good side, Martin O'Neill. You know, I think they were sort of top six. You had Milner, they had Barry, they had... Ashley Young, Stuart Downing. Just the 24 million on Darren Benz. Darren Benz. And then all of a sudden, Randy Lennon said, I'm not making any money out of this. Plug pulled. And you saw what happened to Villa and you saw the damage that it did to them. Whether it was, I mean, some of it was bad recruitment. They had a, they had a spell where they, they, they were buying a lot of French players and it just didn't work for them. They went through managers and it went. So I can see that. Liverpool have been 
apart from probably the the first year of FSG when he did the the and Stuart, Stuart Downing comes into it again, but yeah, yeah, you know, they had him, they had Jordan, they had um, Carroll, yeah. Suarez, and even that was a little bit you know paid for by by some sales with Torres, but apart from that, they have pretty much run the club the way that they have. It's been it's been pretty traceable <laughs> is the way I'd put it. You know yeah. where the where the money's come from, where the money's gone, um, and. Yeah, it's it's a tough one because it's a fundamental. Fundamentally, it's about there's only really two angles to it. There's either the there's either the, the Liverpool way where they say, well, look, we're self sustainable, or there's the way that that says we're going to go laissez faire and we're going to say money in the air and we're going to dance around and, and 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 spend what we need. And I don't know, there's something about both approaches that 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 I can see the the disappointment in it but I would, neither approach I, guarantees success yeah and I think I would rather I think Liverpool would rather and I think a lot of Liverpool fans would rather the way that they are doing it if if they can get success that way I think that maybe is the question that's coming is if you can get the success that way they've shown that they could yeah and that's can the they sustain it exactly and that's the, that's another unknown isn't it and the, the questions five, four years ago five years ago were does this work and yeah. the way we were sat here going well hang on all the best players and all the big contracts are all getting I, shipped out Gerrard's gone Carragher's I've gone I've heard people I've had people reasonable people say to me we will never win the league with with this ownership and, I, and I've listened to it and thought no, no, sorry. This is before before oh, yeah, the league yeah, came. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Right. This, this, I mean, I'm yeah. done four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah. We will never win the league with this ownership. I sort of see where you're coming from because Manchester City and because of Chelsea and obviously United will always find ways and whatever. But they did. I think now the question, the goalpost move, then don't do it. Can you do it again? Well, and, you, and also, can you can you live with that drop off from from there to? Yeah. I'm not sure you can do it as consistently as Man City without the finances of Man City, but, you, but we've seen it's possible, and that that's all. That's what football is yeah. for me. That's the what only... sports life is. It's all about chance. Yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. There's some things that are longer shots than others, but again, in the absence of something, it's not like there's someone sat there going, "I want, I, I'm prepared to do it the Man City way for Liverpool." Yeah, because I think we can have a really interesting debate about yes. the benefits of that. If someone yeah. was sat there on the sidelines going. Come on, put me in. Give me a go. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, the, yeah. I've got the money here to go and make Liverpool like Man and City. Liverpool is an incredibly valuable club at the moment in terms of the price of it is is astronomical as we've seen with the Forbes lists and whatever whatever else. FSG if they've done nothing else and they have done they have done other things in terms of the, the infrastructure of the club, the success of the club, the the the, the moments they've give or the team of the club has given the fans down the years. They've also added incredible amounts of value to the to the cost of Liverpool which is good in one way but also if you if you are looking to get FSG out then you 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 are asking for someone to come in and you know and and, and, and I say cool like yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm all in for if if there was well, okay maybe some morally morally cleaner individuals <laughs> than some of the ones yeah. who are currently doing it with yeah. the, with the bottomless pits of funds around the world but <laughs> but you know, again, I don't see Man City fans no, complaining. You don't want much; you just want perfection. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that, look, that, I, I, I get Gareth Gareth's comment. Yeah. I think was is, I get it. I get where it all comes from with fans. It all comes from wanting perfection, and yeah. that's there's nothing wrong with that. We'll go back. It goes back to results on the field. A one-one draw with Chelsea seen as a, a disappointment, which okay, it's fine, but it's not. You know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you want perfection all the time. Yeah. You are going to be disappointed yeah, no, quite a lot of it. No, it's true. Um, the guy did actually ask, um, 
says, uh, oh, he's just mentioned the Edward stuff, right? We, we've done, we've gone well long on this, longer than I ever thought possible a day after Liverpool or two days after Liverpool didn't yeah. sign anyone in the transfer window. Um, <laughs> but we're going to dive into the Edward stuff and more about FSG and Liverpool's ownership and, and what it means and the reaction to it and this this whole, you know, honestly quite tiresome in or out thing because I say, you know, we were talking before, there's obviously people who are very staunchly out, which as a reaction leads to people being staunchly in, but I generally don't really think anyone, I don't, there are no FSG in banners, is what I say. There's no yeah. FSG in fan group. Yeah. There's no, this, and, and there's all, really one for outs, to be fair. It's not but, really the same as the manager, is it? You know, no, exactly. The manager in and out yeah. is, is a sort of, is a decision that we made. This is, this is something that requires a bit more than, you know, in or out talk because they own the club. They don't, they're not, they're not just sort of, you know, involved as a head office and you know in, in a position so it is difficult to have that serious conversation about do they need to be out it's because <laughs> yeah. well, can i just say yeah. having having literally been through the process of buying businesses in the past it is one of the most like i bought houses and that's really stressful <laughs> buying businesses is infinitely yeah. infinitely more complicated i have trouble stressful. buying trainers never mind <laughs> <laughs> that's, but that's stressful enough for me buying trainers never mind football clubs um just lastly guys drop one more in he says i drive for amazon i'll get bezos to buy us yeah sure why not well he'll move anfield to the moon or something and then let's see how we all feel about that uh, right yes we're going to be doing inside extra as i say the, the things that we sort of started to pick up on there we're going to go a bit more in depth on them uh, it was all about the the idea of like ultra negatives versus ultra positives uh the fall a bit more of the fallout from the window some of the stuff that was done around and how that made everyone feel and whether there's any club that genuinely feels happy with their existence and their transfer business <laughs> yeah, um, because so. you'd be surprised the answer well the answer is no but let's discuss why <laughs> uh, so yeah if you want to get that it'll be up a little bit later on this afternoon we're going to be recording it now uh, on the redmentv.com hope to see it over there and uh, yeah if you want to come over and join up if you join us Club Legend we've got another amazing competition for you guys uh, if you want to upgrade your existing subscription um, up to that as well then you can get involved but yeah the details will follow see you soon Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.